You're listening to the Accounty Down Under podcast with me, your host, Caroline McKenna. This is a podcast about being real, about the highs and lows of life. Whether you're living abroad or you're back home, there's a lesson in every episode. So sit back, relax and enjoy. Before we get into the podcast episode, guys, I would love if you could please do me a favor and just stop what you're doing right now and subscribe to the podcast and make sure to give the podcast a rating at the end. It makes such a difference to where my podcast ranks in the charts. So I know so many of you listen and you just don't subscribe. So please, for me, if you wouldn't mind subscribing and make sure to head over to my website and check out my Sunrise social communities all over the world. So if you're watching my Instagram or TikTok and dream of that life in Australia, you don't have to travel to the other side of the world to enjoy the lifestyle that we live. Check out my Sunrise social communities all over the world for you to go to each week. Another episode, um, another 20 minute episode, hopefully I'm going to try and keep it to 20 minutes. This one is a very important one for me. This is a huge thing that I never thought would happen in my life and it is a year since I've given up alcohol. Um, many of you may have listened to my previous podcast not that long ago where I talked about my decision to give up alcohol. So I'm not going to go back into that. I'm just going to talk about what it's been like this year giving up alcohol. Um, it has, <laughs> it's been a mad journey. Um, there's been times where I just thought, shit, what have I done? Why did I say this? Why did I agree to this? And like, this is not like, an agreement to anyone else. It was a promise to myself um, that I would do this for me. And it has been really tough. There is nothing in this world that can replace that feeling of pre-drinks. Um, and my friend Sean Casey and I have often talked about this because he's given up drink for a year um, about how difficult it can be. Like he's been amazing. He went to Australia um, for the first time and stayed off drink the whole time. He's still sober and um, He's coming up to his year mark very soon and um, yeah, it's been it's been a mad journey and so many people have said to me like as soon as I hit the year mark, so are you going to go out and have a drink to celebrate and my journey is very different to many people's and I know there's a lot of people online that are now going sober, which is fantastic. I think it is absolutely amazing. There's also people who are using this as a trend and um, Casey's not one of them, um, but there are people that are using this just for content and some of these people I have been in their company and I know that they do drink and it really frustrates me because um they're just doing it to talk about something online um and my story is very different I have not given this up for a trend I've given this up for my mental health um I posted a reel today about giving up um alcohol for the year and I popped a bottle <coughs> Of champagne or so it looked and took a drink out of the bottle um, and then I showed that it was no Sacco I think it's called um, quite nice drink actually to show that um, you know I haven't done this for a trend this isn't just for the sake of giving up drink um, I'm going to talk about how it's been um, many of you who follow my story will know that I have been on many holidays this year and the biggest thing I can tell you about drinking is that I have saved an absolute fortune. Um, you can just calculate this yourself. Um, I'll not give you the final number because, to be honest, I, I don't even know. Um, every weekend was different. But in Australia, 
like you're talking, I might maybe two, three nights a week. Um, you know, I might be out during the week for dinner and drinks. Um, I'll go out on Friday after work for drinks. And then Saturday I'll have like a big boozy um, session. And in Australia, we don't drink. Um, we don't do pre-drinks in someone's house. Um, you go out and drink because it's such nice weather. You just want to get out and get going. So you're out from usually like maybe 12 o'clock in the day on a Saturday for boozy lunches and brunches and then you'll stay out all night. So for every time I went out for drinks and dinner and um, boozy brunches and stuff, you're talking the guts of five, six hundred dollars a week I would spend on drinks because it's expensive in Australia. Um, and with that five, six hundred dollars, that's not including the Uber journeys into the city. Like on a Saturday in Australia, if you're trying to get an Uber into the city, it can be the guts of $50, $60, if not more, at peak hours. And then on top of that, you know, there would be the coming home, being so hungover the next day that, you know, I'm not fit to cook for myself. I don't even want to cook for myself. Sometimes I was ordering two or three Uber Eats a day. Like I'd have my breakfast delivered, my lunch delivered, and maybe my dinner if I can stomach it. Um, and if not, I'll get like those times where I even got caramel delivered like it was disgraceful. <laughs> I just was not fit to move. And then the rebound, like the, the follow on effects and the snowball effects of that was for the rest of the week, I may have said that I was going to prep my lunches for the week and I wasn't right till maybe Wednesday or Thursday. So for the rest of the week, I would just be grabbing things on the go rather than doing a proper shop and saving money. So each week, like you calculate how many weeks is there in a year, 52 weeks a year, say I was spending six to eight hundred dollars between drinks um, taxis the hangover food um, and all of those things the chippy on the way home whatever and within 52 weeks a year you know actually I'm going to actually just calculate this is just roughly now this isn't counting um, Christmas week or the month leading up to Christmas in Australia is always um, a mad time you know where you just you're partying every night on the month up to Christmas. This isn't including holidays where you're drinking every night of the week. This is just saying I went out two or three nights a week um, and I've saved just on that $31,200, which if you cut that in half is maybe £16,000. Um, so, you know, when people give me shit about, oh, look at you on another holiday. And I'm like, yeah, it's because I'm not drinking anymore. And <laughs> I'm spending my money that I would have spent on drink actually going and traveling around um on Ryanair flights you know that money was saved from a night out to go to Ibiza so um yeah that that would be the biggest thing I'll tell you is that like I saved an absolute fortune which has been amazing um in terms of going out nights out you know I have now mastered it where um I will only go out at certain parts of night where it is like peak time so say I'm going out for the night with my friends I won't arrive till about eight or nine o'clock when everyone is in like peak prime excitement and see that getting ready for a night out when you're getting ready by yourself and everyone has had pre-drinks and you're maybe not at the pre-drinks Um, I do try and go to pre-drinks like but um, and like when I was in Ibiza we had pre-drinks beforehand but it can be hard to get motivated because you just feel like you're not in the zone Um, and I am not encouraging this here at all but I've had to like start drinking Monster Zero because just to give me a bit of a kick up the ass like to want to go out like I'm a big coffee drinker and at that time of night I don't want to sit on like sip on a hot coffee so I'll have like a monster and just feel like I'll just be sipping on it nine times out of ten I don't even finish it and um, just to feel like I'm having a drink with my friends and getting ready 
before we get back into the podcast and before you skip through this ad, I just want to remind you of the amazing sponsors of this podcast, Gym Plus Coffee. They're not just a gym brand, they're a community and they're all about making life richer. So check them out. They're fantastic. If you want to use my 20% discount code, it's down under. You can use it in store and online. Check out their amazing clothing and all of the things that they're doing within Ireland and throughout the world. I'm really proud to have them on board and I only work with the best companies. So go and check them out for yourself. So the pre-drinks can be hard. Um, Nine times out of ten, I just want to get into my jammies at that stage of the night and just lie down. But I've had to really push myself this year to continue socialising because it can be an awful trap that you fall into where you become a bit of a hermit. Um, Now, obviously, if you have a drinking problem, which I don't, um, I never had an issue with alcohol. If I needed to, I could go off alcohol for months. Um, I never was dying for a drink. Um, I just like to go out and party with my mates. But, um, you know, if you obviously have an alcohol addiction, like you probably shouldn't be in those circles anymore. But for me, I still wanted to continue to socialize with my friends and make sure that I um, went out because especially just moving home, like I didn't want to completely cut myself off. So um, I'd go out at about eight o'clock at night and I would only stay out till about one o'clock maximum on a night out. Now, when I was in Ibiza, I stayed out till like four or five. <laughs> um, how did I do that? I drank five Red Bulls and I do not recommend that because I was wired. I called my family at one point um, to say that, you know, we were, we had, had a really good day. Um, we were at Ocean Beach Club and I'd had five Red Bulls and my dad and my mum thought I was back on the drink because I it sounded like I was on speed or something. I was just like flat out talking. That is not good. That is very dangerous. Um, do not do that. But um. When I'm at home here, I'll stay till one o'clock at night. And let me tell you why as well. Everyone should go home <laughs> by one o'clock because nothing good happens after midnight on nights out. People repeat themselves. They start making mistakes. Everyone gets really drunk and sloppy. So you start to see things that you wouldn't have seen before. Um, there's a whole class side of this as well because during February, March, I went out in Belfast with my friends and it was still freezing here. Um, and I went out to the Heart Bar in Belfast and we had a brilliant night. It was good crack. I was just sipping on my zeros. Um, I only have a few of them now because they actually give me a sore head. I like to have like a sparkling water um, and a lime in a gin glass or a Corona Zero. Um, I have the odd Copperberg Zero, but they're full of sugar as well. So you have to be careful. Like if you're into your fitness and stuff, having a Zero just... You may as well have a drink like because like there's the same amount of calories and they cost the same amount of price. So I try and have like a sparkling water and a lime in a gin glass. Um, So if you've seen me on a night out and you think that I am back on the drink, that's actually what I'm drinking. And I have had people accuse me of that before. Gobshites like um, when I was in Liverpool, I went to the Grand National, um, which was a brilliant day out. And I thought it would be hard because it was a long day at the races and I'd never been to the races sober. I had a class time. Um, but someone accused me on my Instagram of um, drinking and that person does not know they created a fake account like and they don't know that I actually saw them in the bar because they started talking about me loudly in the bar because they were drunk and I wasn't. It was an Irish girl. Um, so I know who you are. <laughs> People don't realise the volume that they talk when they're loud. But um, anyways, yes, so I. Uh, after a certain point point of the night, people do wreck your head and you're just like, Jesus. So when it comes to Christmas and you're in your local area, obviously 
you're going to be around pubs and your local pubs and stuff. I found that very, very hard being sober because you just felt like you didn't belong, you didn't fit in, um, you didn't enjoy your night. But when I'm in like at a concert or when I was in Ibiza at DJ sets and when I've gone to festivals, like I've been to Oktoberfest in Sydney sober um, because I'd already given up the drink at this point and just hadn't really talked about it online very much because I didn't know how this journey was going to go for me. But um, yeah, like if I'm in the right group and I'm with the right people, I can have a brilliant night. And I was able to prove that through Ibiza. Now, there are times that it's challenging. Like when I went to Monaco to see the Formula One and the people that I were like I was with was um, my friend and my brother or my brother, my sister and my brother-in-law and um, her boyfriend. I um like I find it hard because there's times during the day where it was just a really long day and I was like, fuck, I just love a drink like um. But the reason I have continued to stay off the drink, like I say, it's not for a trend. Um, and I often use the Lacombe song, um, Tomorrow Me. Tomorrow Me is not going to like the way things go down tonight. So I always think of the Caroline on the Sunday. And this isn't me preaching to anyone that wants, like, that doesn't want to give up drink. Like, that, this is not the thing at all. It's just that it has made a massive difference in my life having my Sundays back and being able to start the week fresh. Um, I've excelled in my business, in my career. I felt like, and I've said this before, I was living at 40% of my full capacity. And now that I don't drink anymore, I'm at 100% capacity. Like I feel like I'm very clear on my vision and what I want. It was never my intention to give up drink for a year. It just so happened that every other week, every weekend that I had taken another weekend off drinking, I felt better about myself. I was getting a deeper sleep. My skin was looking better. I felt like I was coping better with things. Um, and as the months went on, my mind got more and more clear and less foggy. And I felt like I was dealing with things better. Like, you know, in previous podcasts, I've talked about friendships and people like fucking tearing me down and making me feel like shit. And like now, like not that those things don't hurt, but I don't let them get to me as much. Um, I see things clearer now and know that hurt people hurt people and that those people are clearly unhappy in themselves. Um. I have a very good routine. I'm up every morning for sunrise. Um, I'm very clear on what I want in my life. I don't waste time with things anymore. I don't waste time getting stressed. Like, for example, I was talking, doing a mental mental health talk in a school there on Monday. And I went there with my planned presentation. I'd spent hours the night before just making sure to get cool video clips that the kids could relate to, to, to um, use as part of my discussion. And I went there and the projector and the sound system didn't work in the school. Like everything went wrong. And on that moment, I had to just think on my feet. And that would have sent me into a fucking meltdown <laughs> if I had been drinking the night before or the weekend. Like not the night before, I wouldn't have been drinking the night before, but like on the Saturday night. Because the effects of alcohol would last me for the rest of the week. And, you know, when I was drinking... um, like I would actually dread nights out coming up. Like if I knew that I was going out, say today is Monday and um, I was going out on a Saturday night, I would start to get anxious around the Tuesday, Wednesday mark because even though I was excited to go out on that night out, I knew the effects of the following week. I knew that my weekend was written off. I knew that my room would be like a bomb site because 
you know, I'd be out drinking and everything just went to shit. The washing wouldn't get done. The groceries wouldn't get done. And like, I tried many things before, like even trying to get my groceries done on the Saturday morning and before I went out in a night out and, you know, going for my sunrises before, but the anxiety would just never leave me. So I just decided to give it a break. And honestly, it's been the best decision of my life. Um, Obviously, like I say, it has been hard at times and you think, God, I'd love a wee red wine or I'd love this or I'd love that. But I always think about have um like how I feel the next day. The Caroline that I am today is not the Caroline that she was a year ago. She's better. She's happier. She's less anxious. She's not depressed anymore um, by things that were not worthy of being depressed over. Obviously, there are going to be things that bring you down in your life. But a lot of the things in your life are an external environment. So, um, yeah, look, it's been a fantastic year. I've gone on many holidays thanks um, to giving up alcohol. And um, long may it continue. I don't know if it'll ever be forever. Um, but like I say, I still think of the Caroline every time I think about maybe I should have a drink now. It's been a year. I'm just like, oh, I'm going really well right now. Like, I like the way things are going. The people in my life that know me know that I don't drink anymore. It's be, it's come with some um, backlash with friends who'd be like, so you're not actually drinking. So you're not having a drink at the airport with us or go on, have a shot. And the people that matter in my life know and respect that. I don't need to explain myself to them and anybody else I don't care about, like that person that accused me of drinking. I'm just like, do you know, fuck you. Like you actually don't know me. And if you thought I was drinking, like, and you watch my stories clearly and you know that I give up drinking for my mental health and you thought I had had a drink at the Grand National, then why didn't you come up to me and say, is everything okay? Like I wasn't drinking like, but I'm just like, you know, these people will always try and tear you down. So it's been a massive game changer for me. Um, like I say, business has been better than ever. I've worked harder than ever and I'm very clear on what I want in my life, in a relationship, in my friendships, in the next five years and career that I am um, setting out for myself. So yeah, I hope that answers your questions.